Good morning, everybody. Hello, everybody. How are you? This is Jeff Kelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. And I'm here to uh, bring a little bit of uh, truth to the uh, myriad of lies that go on in the dog training industry. Um, I started this show, oh, I don't know, two months ago, say. Um, I've been doing podcasting now for over 13 years. Um, I've done um, hundreds, if not thousands, actually, uh, between radio shows and podcasts. And uh, I do a Wednesday and Friday wake to um, What Would Jeff Do show, and I'll have another show on tonight with the lovely Joelle um, on your Q&As. So you'll be able to ask your questions, and you'll get answers on all your dog training questions. Um, I do this show on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then on Tuesday and Thursday, it's exclusively for Patreon members and Instagram subscribers, and that can be seen on YouTube, and you can ask questions on there as well. And then Tuesdays, I've got a Q&A show with, um, uh, on Zoom. Um, this week, since I was away um, in Mexico, I'll probably be doing one tomorrow at some point. Excuse me, Sunday at some point. Um, the inspiration behind doing this show is literally um, the, the state of dog training today. I've been dog training now for 20 years professionally, not as a hobbyist, not as an interest, but as a full-time seven-figure career. Um, I've worked with 10,000 dogs plus, traveled uh, all over the world doing 300 seminars. I just say this because um, I also work with some of the hardest, most difficult dogs out there. I don't teach basic commands. Um, uh, is my entire genre of knowledge. I um, modify behavior from the most dangerous behaviors to simple things. Um, your average dog trainer does not modify behaviors. It's very important to understand for everybody out there when you're researching dog trainers, I don't name names. I can care who, if you want to go to anybody you want to go to, it doesn't matter to me, but there are a bunch of lies out there in this industry. Being certified is a lie. They are certified, but it's a lie meaning that they're competent. Certification does not mean competence at all. Keep in mind that probably less, most of the doctors today that are in practice graduated in the bottom 50% of their class. Just because you went to Harvard and you finished in the lowest 10% of your class, who gives a shit that you went to Harvard? You can go to a, uh, be self-taught, go to a two-year technical school, have no debt, um, have no fancy letters after your name, and still probably excel in every category of life. Um, so one of the things is that. One of the things also is people that are always quoting science. They have no idea what they're talking about zero idea what they're talking about there that's like people quoting science about covid you have no idea what you're talking about um it's incredible the amount of lies and the unethical uh, behavior then you've got dog trainers out there who make a living literally just going online and by naming names bashing other dog trainers that's all they do they break other people down to raise them up I will absolutely um, do my best to destroy false information, but not from the messenger necessarily by person's name, company name, which I can easily do 
Um, I'm way more professional than my colleagues who decide to literally turn everything into an anti-Jeff movement. And that's not a chip on my shoulder. It's just fact. And I think it's a disservice to the community when you, when you, when you create a straw man and you, um, you do that. It helps nobody. Um, what I do instead is show you what we do, explain to you what we do, um, document what we do, and um, whether you like it or not, I put it up. And if you don't like it, that's fine. I didn't make it for you and you can keep struggling or find another way if you want to. Um, my biggest issue right now in the dog training world, walking into 2023, it is, it is the worst state it's ever been, most likely in the history of dog training. For all these people, for all the supposable modern knowledge that they have, why are dogs and owners struggling? More specifically, why are owners struggling? Is it really genetic? That has a place in it, but I would say that 95% of the problems we are having in the dog treating world are humans. But I also don't say it's the owner's fault. I don't shame owners, but I will absolutely hold an owner accountable. I will absolutely say, what the fuck were you thinking? I will absolutely say, well, when you put in 5,000 calories in your body and you sit on your ass all day, you're going to get overweight. When you never walk around the block, get on a bicycle, run, get on a Stairmaster, get on a treadmill, um, go swimming, exercise, you're going to have heart issues. I'm not going to let you get away with an excuse for your dog's poor behavior when the internet is full of correct information. There are massive amounts of correct information available to anyone out there. Now, a lot of videos out there are full of shit, but you'll figure that out really quick when it doesn't work. But every day we are inundated with, with questions, and I answer these questions, but it's hard to answer a, my dog is aggressive, do you have any tips? Yeah. Put your dog into a, a real board and train program that specializes in aggression rehab with proven results, with a proven tr track record, with a with a group of trainers or a trainer that documents their work, shows their results, and doesn't go after ribbons and awards. I think it's important that owners understand that you can have somebody that has the highest level in competition obedience, in agility, in sport dog, all skill sets that I actually don't teach. And kudos to them. But they cannot most likely help you rehabbing a behavior. I can take the finest spec, you know, the, the specimen of dog and turn it into the most fantastic dog. That's not that difficult to do. I own a Malinois. Other than me playing with my Malinois, you're not going to see videos of my Malinois doing obedience. Why? Because it looks too good. And it's a disservice. Big deal that my Malinois can do fancy stuff. Big deal that a border collie can do trick training. I'm not saying that it didn't take skill. I can't do it. I don't know how to teach it. So kudos to those owners. But it has nothing to do with rehabbing a dog.
stopping an unwanted behavior. The only thing that has anything to do with stopping an unwanted behavior is the knowledge of stopping the unwanted behavior. And these are simple things. Well, Jeff, there's so many dog trainers out there. How do I do? Here's a simple test. Here is a simple test. Ask a dog trainer one question. How do you stop a dog from jumping on you? How do you stop a dog from jumping on guests? How do you stop a dog from jumping? Ask that one question to a dog trainer. Any dog trainer worth their salt that knows how to get results in a reasonably rapid fashion that's highly effective, that will instill an inhibitor into the dog, that will stop that dog from jumping, stop that dog from jumping, not manage it, stop that dog from jumping is you apply a punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. That's one answer. You make it suck to jump. That's another answer. You create such a negative association with jumping that it doesn't want to jump again. That's another answer. You inflict large amounts of discomfort to the dog for jumping to stop it from jumping. That's another answer. Now, you know, you might not like the way those things are worded. Oh, well, get over it. I don't like your dog jumping on me. I don't like your dog jumping on grandma and knocking her over and then you're up in the emergency room with a, with a, uh, a shoulder dislocated and a broken hand and possibly a broken hip. And then she goes in the emergency and goes in the hospital, contracts COVID and dies. I don't like that from your fucking jumping dog. So stop your dog from jumping when it can be done in three seconds. Didn't we hear that before? Oh, get vaccinated, which I'm not. Get vaccinated so you don't kill your grandmother. Really? Stop your dog from jumping so you don't kill your fucking grandmother. And I'm not far-fetched from that. I'm not angry. I'm passionate as fuck. And yes, I am a little bit pissed off at this industry because of the amount of lies that are supported, the amount of agendas that are out there. My buddy Sean O'Shea from The Good Dog, go to his page and look at this six-slide meme that was put up yesterday with the most disgusting information about dogs, how you should give them all this freedom and let them make all their own choices and, you know, let them make, you know, um, uh, uh, just, just walk wherever they want and sniff whatever they want and decide what they want to do, blah, 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 fucking blah. It's like it is literally the recipe for creating a, a out-of-control aggressive dog. It is a recipe. And the people that write this stuff, I would love, love, love to see them train dogs. Love it. Don't fucking write memes. Fucking train the goddamn dog. Show me. Show me. Don't throw stones. Show me. And then also, for all the trainers out there that are out there bashing other trainers, and just let's keep this in mind. This is not the pure positive uh, organization. That's a very small percentage of the problem. 
that are people out there that are in my industry, which I call my industry because I call them trainers who actually do stop unwanted behaviors. It is their massive amounts of unprofessional conduct. Because why? They don't know how to run businesses. They're not business people. Show of hands right now, right now, today, do a Google search today, right now. There are at least a dozen major airline carriers out there today. I would love to see one CEO of any carrier besides Southwest bashing Southwest for their almost 6,000 flight delays over the holiday weekend. I would love to see that. Southwest had a horrific weekend, a horrific weekend for multiple reasons, multiple reasons. Weather being a big factor, lack of staffing being a big factor, shortage of employees because of fucking COVID, because you have to be vaccinated being a big factor. Whatever it is, find me a CEO of United American um, uh, uh, even fucking spirit frontier, all the foreign airlines, find me one that bashes Southwest. You won't most likely. Why? Because they're professional and that's what professionals do. They don't bash others that are struggling or they don't bash other people that are being successful. So they will look good. And successful people don't bash others. That's not what they do. So you've got a bunch of dog trainers out there who have dog training skills, but zero business skills, zero human skills, zero emotional intelligence. And you put them in front of the internet and all you get is a bunch of fucking hate and trolls. Instead of actually helping owners. It's important that the public understands this. It's important that the public understands how to read between the lines. And all I know right now is the public is starving for correct information. The public is in a crisis situation with their family pets. And they don't need the latest in scientific information. They don't need the pure positive dog trainers. They don't need medication. They don't need the animal behaviorists, which are a fucking joke. Veterinary animal behaviorists in the United States, which is different than over in the UK and other countries. These are people with medical degrees who can't train a fucking dog worth shit. And I'd love to fucking see one that can. Not tell me. Not outsmart me. Not outtalk me. I'm not an intelligent person with words. I'm a doer. This dog training thing is not rocket science. This is the wake the fuck up with Jeff show. I'm trying to enlighten people. And maybe the message is correct, but the messenger is, is delivery is not something that, you know, you exactly like. It leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Fine. But listen to the message. Open up your eyes and look around your neighborhood. Think about all your cousins and all your nephews and all your nieces and all your uncles and all your aunts and your grandparents and even your parents and their dogs, your neighbor's dogs. How many of them are actually trained? Show of hands. Show of hands. How many dogs do you know that can go 
uh, it looks like it's raining outside. I don't know what Joel and I schedule are today, but we'll go to a coffee shop today, throw dogs in the downstairs for two hours. We won't for two hours because we don't have two hours. We have a dog coming in next Tuesday, brand new dog. But can your dog do a two-hour downstay in an outdoor cafe while you enjoy a beautiful piece of quiche, a nice crepe, a nice a nice pastry, a smoothie, a cup of tea, a cup of coffee? Can you do that with your dog for two hours with massive amounts of distractions? That's the minimum bar we set. Dogs walking by, kids walking by. What's, I hate dog parks, but let's say you take your dog to a dog park. Can you call your dog back immediately when it's in drive? Why not? That's dog training. What are you doing? Chasing your dog around the dog park? Really? Can you walk into a dog park with your dog being calm and not pulling? Can you walk? Can you pull into a dog park parking lot without your dog barking? Why not? These are simple things. Simple things for you. So where did this come from? Where is this motivation from? The motivation for the Wait the Fuck Up show are always from different comments that I get. And I love my comments and I love my fans. There is a post that we had with a dog who came to us. It was a Rottweiler with a host of issues, a lot of issues. Does anybody know Rottweilers are bordering on 100 or 100 plus, um, uh, 100 plus um, uh, pounds, more than 100 pounds? This is the comment. It's a public comment, so I will read the name because it is a public comment on our page. Jenny Ann Strong. Jenny Ann Strong, if you need help, contact me. We can help you. We can help you for free. We can help you with a consult. We can help you with a boarding train. We can help you with courses. But the help is there, and I would highly encourage you to get help now. So this is not anti-Jenny Ann Strong. This is pro-Jenny Ann Strong. So it shows a dog doing a downstay in front of probably a pet store, calmly just watching everybody come in and out, dogs, people, strollers, you know, and not reacting. And her comment was, I can't even take my eight-month-old Roddy outside because he wants to eat any male or other dog. Okay. Comments like that concern me. So Jenny reach out for help. When I help people, it's not with this energy. It's calm. It's professional. This is a podcast. I'm trying to wake the fuck up with people. So you have an eight-month-old dog that's not even close to maturity, and it wants to eat everything that moves, and it's a Rottweiler. This is what I'm talking about. And Jenny has not gotten the proper information it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. I assure you it will get worse. I'm not trying to scare you at all. I don't play that game like dog trainers do. Don't you care about your dog? Don't you care about investing money into your dog before it hurts somebody? You must not love your dog. These are all sales pitches. No, I'm just saying, factually, your eight-month-old Roddy, who you cannot take outside because he wants to eat everything, is not going to get better, and you're going to have 10 years of misery. That's all I'm saying. And I, I can help you for free. For free. 
no money, zero money. I can put you in the right direction and I will support you and I will coach you. But it's, it's comments like that that is becoming more and more and more of the norm. You have got literally a killing machine on your hands, which you can't bring outside. I am sorry. That is not my idea of pet ownership. Jenny, if you're listening and this hurts your feelings, I apologize for that. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I want you to realize, as you do realize, I hope you do, how bad of a situation this is. Because after this, I'm letting out my neighbor's dogs. I've got a meeting with the staff in Rhode Island, and then I'm biking dogs off leash. And I want you to be able to take your dog at least for an on-leash walk, let alone an off-leash walk, let alone ride your, your Rottweiler next to a bicycle or an ATV or a snowmobile. I want you to be able to travel anywhere you want to with your dog. I want you to be able to pack your dog up into a car, behaves perfectly, go anywhere you want, bring it into any store. When you see us walking through stores with our dogs, they were all like yours. The dog that you commented on in the video was like yours. That's the power of real training. Now, this is what the problem is. You know, this is what the problem is. We show success. But then you have all these people that make excuses for why we are successful. Oh, it's afraid to move. Fuck you. Oh, you must have hurt the dog. Fuck you. You're forcing the dog. Fuck you. All this bullshit. It's like, you know what? How about this? How about, good morning, Angelo. How about this dog is spent is spending 3.6 million seconds with us, six weeks, and we have spent so much time putting a baseline of obedience on this dog using positive reinforcement training. Yep, good old food training, teaching all of its basic commands. Then we start adding distractions and holding it accountable. Then we layer the remote collar onto it, but you don't have to use a remote collar, but we do because we want to be able to communicate with our dogs close and far, and we want them to be off-leash trained and be reliable. And then we bring them out in public and proof them. Hundreds of hours go into these dogs, hundreds, by highly qualified people. What's the qualifications? Damn good fucking results. What else do you need? Do you think a piece of paper or letters after your name means squat? It doesn't. We'll prove it. Two out of control, dangerous dogs, two trainers, one with a degree, one with no degree, but has skill sets and lots of experience. Let's see what happens in the end. 
This isn't a pissing contest. It's just a wake the fuck up contest. Owners need to understand the the back end of dog training. What happens behind the scenes? They need to understand what happens behind the scenes. You can turn. Let's go back to this question here. Jenny, in one week, your dog could be dramatically different. In one week. It's a guarantee. It's a guarantee. If I had that dog for a week, you'd have a different dog. Not because they would be afraid of me. Not because I'm lighting it up. Like all the bullshit that I see online about us because we're actually training the dog. Has anybody ever thought about that? Has anybody ever thought about that? We're actually training the dog. Do you think we get the results we get without dog training, without really damn good dog training? Not just us, but many other people in our industry. But owners need to wake up and realize that you need to understand the basics, the basics of training. And then you need to understand how to apply them. What's this show about today? The state of our industry is the worst it's ever seen. We're seeing more dogs that are out of control, untrained, psychologically not put together, dangerous. Owners that are struggling, living in misery, prisoners in their own homes, they can't have people over their house. Could you imagine that? You own a dog and you can't have people come over your house? We see it all the time. We see it all the time. Can't bring your dog anywhere. Can't imagine that. I can't imagine owning a dog that I can't bring bring somewhere let alone on a walk. But how about inside Bass Pro Shops, Home Depot, Lowe's, Barnes & Noble, TJ Maxx? The Preserve, which we go to. Past many dogs. When you see people put up hateful comments about other people, you ban them. Their, their, their business model is breaking other people down to make themselves look good instead of putting out information that actually helps other people. It's getting worse and worse and worse. And the industry suffers for it. And for all the trainers out there that are out there bashing other professionals, I want you to know that you look like an asshole. You might have your group of rah, 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 rah. Yeah, we hate him too. And, you know, you're the greatest. But I'm telling you in the long run, you lose. It's unprofessional. People notice it. They won't go to you. Anybody that's ever done, anybody that's ever done any hiring in their life, anybody, When we interview someone for a job, and if they bash their last employee, that's an immediate non-hire. An immediate non-hire. 
Professional people don't do that. Emotionally secure people don't do that. Emotionally intelligent people don't do that. But meanwhile, look at the dog training industry. It's just tons of infighting because nobody actually cares about the dog or the owner. They only care about their own, own, own ego, their own ideology. The amount of energy that they can be putting up on helpful information would be a lot better. And those that are putting out helpful information are bashed. I see it all the time. I see people putting up helpful information and then all you see is, not all you see, but you see a ton of negative information. So you can actually block all that out and still be successful. We do, we block it out. We block it all out. Let's go to some questions. Murph says, happy Friday. Looking forward to seeing what programs you're putting out in 2023. We're putting out a lot of stuff. We're putting out a lot of digital digital products, online learning. We're doing a live. Um, we've stopped doing seminars just because after eight years, 300 seminars, it's exhausting. It's exhausting being on the road. It's fun. I love it. It's one of the highlights of my life, but I had to choose. So, but we're going to be doing a lot of live training. Mitzi says, good morning, Jeff. Good morning to you. Mitzi agrees. LOL. Pauline. Not quite sure what that one is. Murph. Those who verbally attack others on every level is a true self-reflection. It's absolutely a true self-reflection. It's like bullies. Bullies have no self-worth, low self-esteem. Fact. Human nature 101. A bully is a weak person. A bully is a spineless person. A bully is an actual wimp. A bully is not a strong, confident person at all. They bully for lack of worth that they have and lack of skill set that they have to knock someone else down instead of raising them up. Bullies are weak. And nobody likes a bully. Nobody likes a bully. Murph, it's hard finding clients that truly want to do the work. No, it's not, Murph. It's not. You're looking in the wrong places. You're putting out the wrong messaging. It's not hard. They're out there. They're out there. You've got to put out the message out there that would want those people to want to hire you. Even when you show them how simple it can be. Keep, keep putting it out. Keep putting it out. I've been doing this for 20 years. Do you know how many highs and lows I have had? 20 years. I've been an entrepreneur since I was nine years old. I am 56 years old. I will be 57 years old in a little bit more than a week. I'll be 57. I've had so many highs and lows in my life. I've been at the point I've gone bankrupt before, and I've been at the point of doing it again. I've been at the point of wondering how payroll is going to be met. But for some reason, we keep surviving. Every entrepreneur 
can share a similar story. Every entrepreneur can share how difficult it can be. Because owning your own business is extremely difficult. That's why so many people bash out and blame others for their failures. DM Walker, yes, my dog can do all that thanks to you and all your content. Well, DM Walker, you're missing a point. You're missing something. Thanks to you. Right? I'm just putting out the content. I'm just the guy with the big mouth. You're the one doing the work. I don't believe we've met. Have we? Because you mentioned content, which means you're probably a virtual follower. Don't, don't discount your hard work at all. Missy says they're next to another dog. Not sure what that is. But if we're talking about being out in public and doing a downstay next to another dog and not reacting, but a lot of dogs can't do that. I think Joelle's going to have me um, MC a post about her dog, Bert. Uh, I'm sorry, Bert. I'm, I'm sorry, that was a slip of the tongue. I've been thinking about him lately because I'm thinking about getting another dog. And Bert, unfortunately, passed of cancer. I've had three dogs in the last 15 months who have died, either old age or disease. Um, uh, Constance says, I'm that person just had my mom over for the first time in six months yesterday because I was embarrassed of my dog's behavior. Thanks to you, we have guests again. Constance has eight dogs. They're Frenchies, by the way. They're not Bostons. They are Frenchies. And Constance is a wonderful person. And Constance, I'm going to email you or call you today so we can talk on person. I'll probably call you because you emailed me last night about something. I'd rather talk to you about that on the phone because we want you to come in and we want to help you and your husband and your dogs. Think about that. Eight dogs. Eight dogs who used to be out of control, and now Constance has full control over them. Are they fully trained? No. Can she walk them all at once yet? Yet? No. But can she shut them the fuck up, have people come over, be safe, be quiet, it be enjoyable? It sounds like she can. That's a win. That is a win. Meanwhile, people have one dog, and they can't even have the dog Shut up. You know how easy it is to shut up a dog? Three seconds. Three. Three. One, two, three. Probably less than three. But you know what people will say? Oh, that's because you made it afraid of you. That's because you corrected it. No, it's because we used tried and true, historical, proven techniques practiced for the last 10,000 years minimum before there was all these scientific studies to shut the dog up. Did it destroy the relationship? Nope. Where's Wesley, Angelo? Wes. Is he in the house or did you all take him? Wes, come here, honey. Come here, sweetheart. Come here, honey. Come here. Oh, that's my boy. So Wes is not my dog. Wes is, um, that's a good boy. 
That's a good boy. Yes, look at that. Did you just wake up? Were you sleeping? Hmm? Right, go. Go settle down. Okay. Why did I just do that? Because last night, fireworks were going off. And which sounds like gunshots. And um, Wes, what did Wes do? He started barking at 9 o'clock last night, 10 o'clock last night, barking his head off. And then look where he goes and sits. Right there. Okay. What did I do? Put a remote collar on him, corrected him high for barking. You don't need to bark with fireworks. I instilled a punisher to him. You think that destroys the relationship? You tell me. You tell me. No. It doesn't at all. That's a lie out there. That's a lie out there. Stopping a dog's unwanted behavior does not destroy the relationship. It increases the relationship. Why? Who wants to be in a house with a freaking barking dog triggering on fireworks? Who? Who would ever want that? But how many people are struggling with that? You can stop it. You can stop it in minutes. Desi, it's toxic out there. It is. And um, what's great about that is it's also, Desi, as you know, Desi, there's a group of people out there that are non-toxic. And you're part of that group. And you surround yourself with those people and keep it up. And everybody else you've got to filter out. But the problem is we have all these people out there that think they're armchair dog trainers that have all these expertise and they all they do is sit around and bash other people. I, I can't tell you, you know, I don't want to say I'm the most hated dog trainer because that sounds like an ego statement, but boy, it, one of these days I'll share all the truth. It's not hard to find on Google, but that's only a small percentage of it. How many freaking one-star reviews we've gotten? Do you know how much heat we've gotten? Do you know how many petitions are out there? Look them up. Go on to change.org. Look at, look at all the petitions with millions of signatures. How many calls to the ASPCA? I was on the front page of the Scottish newspaper. I was on the BBC. I had reporters making freaking hit pieces on me. Boo fucking who? Who gives a shit? Do you think the marketplace cares? Do you really think the marketplace cares? Nope. The marketplace wants help. That's all the marketplace wants. I'm not going to back down. They do it to silence you. It's all part of cancel culture. They do it to silence you. You know what the best thing you can do is? Don't shut up. Literally, don't shut up. Keep going. Keep putting out contact. Fuck them all. Seriously. Fuck them all. Let them talk shit about you. Let them bash you. Let them lie about you. Meanwhile, they can't have their dogs off leash. Maybe they're perfectly genetically designed dogs, border collies, cattle dogs, 
Malinois, high drive dogs that respond to a lot of different training methods. Try working with a genetically designed dog and a dog that's got so many bad behavior problems and try to turn that into some normal resemblance of a dog. Try doing that. That's not easy to do. Ange, will you finish up your um, brushing teeth, combing hair, washing face, glasses? We have to go next door and take care of Squirt after this. Okay. Emily says, love you. Love your work. Stay amazing. DM Walker, you are correct. All of your online content and all my reps. Yeah. Murph says, content's good for you. That's incredible. Keep it up. Josh Kins, good morning. Sue O'Rourke. Um, I know that you appreciate Value Content Podcast. If you haven't already, oh, I urge you to watch uh, this Huberman Lab, Jacko Willick. When I have, I have. It's long, but I listened over a few days, and it's and it's terrific information, really interesting and kind of fun. Yeah, I listen to um, uh, Jacko a lot, and I listen to all his guests. The CEO Diaries is, is also really, really good. And people have to understand on the CEO Diaries um, what Stephen's angle is. Because I read, I read through a lot of the comments, and some people were like, "Wow, that was so depressing!" And why didn't he talk more about um, uh, other things about like building the business? I, I, from what, from the dozen or so, because I just found him two days ago. So from the dozen or so podcasts of Stephen of the CEO Diaries that I have re listened to, I believe his angle is more from the emotional intelligence and um, uh, uh, self-help angle than, than other things. Because that's not talked about enough. That's not talked about enough. And there's other people that will be out there that will give you the specifics about like more about the mechanics of building a business. He talks more about the emotional side of it, which is not talked about enough because it's rampant in this industry of anxiety and depression. Rampant. But people are still surviving. Thank you, Sue, for the suggestion, though. But I'm a huge Jocko fan. I'm a huge Ben Shapiro fan, Dave Rubin fan, um, Jordan Peterson fan. Um, um, PBD fan, um, huge motivational Les Brown, you know, Jim Rohn, we can go way back, Tony Robbins, huge, 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 huge fan of people who actually care about other people. Interdine International Canine. Hey, Jeff, good morning. And if, if I don't catch you before, wishing you all a very happy and healthy New Year. Thank you, Interdine. I appreciate it. We're, we're on tonight. It's the last show of the year, the What Would Jeff Do show um, tonight. Um, and I'll, and, I'll, and uh, if you tune in tonight, it's at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Joel. Um, Constance says, do you ever talk about Biden's dog? No, I haven't. He bites. They sent him away as a trainer, came back and bit more people. What's up with that? Why can't the people control the country, control the dogs? Didn't Ra didn't Reagan strip him? Um, Obama's jumped all over him on national TV. Um, so I, 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 I don't. I, I, that's not my agenda. I mean, 
I'm not surprised. You need consistency. Considering that Biden can't walk up a flight of steps, I can't imagine that he can actually walk a dog, work with his dog and a German shepherd. And he never, you know, he had all his handlers work with a dog. Just because the dog goes away for a trainer, if the owner is not invested in the actual training, I can't, ima- I can't imagine that um, there'd be success. So he should have never been there. Um, uh, Deb says, so Trudeau, do not shut up. I won't. Um, Ryan says, hey, Jeff, do you listen to Stephen Crowder louder with Crowder? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I listen to all those. I listen to all of them. I, I listen to conservative, a lot of conservative things. Because that's how I am. I listen to also opposing views because I want to understand how people think. That's the thing is a lot of people don't want to understand how people think. A lot of people pigeonhole how people are. It's a dangerous road to go down, this whole pigeonholing thing. Very dangerous road to go down. He's the guy who does change my mind shows. He does. And he keeps it together and he's really, really well-spoken and he's inquisitive. And he does it on college campuses. And the sad part about it is, is if you listen to these things, whether you agree with this person or not, just listen to what our youth is talking about now and they are brainwashed. They are brainwashed to be anti-capitalism, anti-American. And they are, they are, they are also pulling the victim card more than you would ever, I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen so many quote unquote victims in my life. It's disgusting. You have nobody to blame but yourself. Nobody. Anybody that's ever done anything great has struggled in life. Anybody. Anybody. So find out how they did it. Find out how they did it. Like, so we've retired from seminars doing over 300 of them. And and if anybody wants to know how to do a successful seminar series, ask. I will help you. Now, will I help you for free? With small things. But if you want to make 250, $350,0, $500,000 doing seminars, yeah. We do consultations. Right? What do you mean it's not worth $10,000 to make $500,000? What do you mean it's not worth $10,000 to make $250,000? Really? It is in my book. You know, we pay our tech guy to help us with all of our online content now. We have a tech guy devoted to tech. On retainer, his monthly stipend stipend is very generous, but he's going to be helping us get into the online learning spectrum so we can start helping more people around the world. I don't expect free help at all. 
serious courteous canine struggle struggle hit goals struggle more repeat exactly anybody thinks that owning your own business and being successful is not a struggle is a fool they're a fool and if you're not struggling you're not doing enough your goals suck reevaluate your goals Reevaluate them. All right. That's the show for today. I want to thank all of you. All right. What's up, Angelo? Hello. Uh, I just came by to say goodbye. Oh. So that's my thing. I come by the podcast and say goodbye. That's so nice of you, buddy. Thanks. And this is my thing. So. Good. Cool. Anyway, bye. Bye, honey. Angela did this podcast last night on Greek mythology. Oh, I just plugged it. Oh, you plugged it Yep. Sure. Yep. He did this podcast. Uh, Trading with Rish. Morning, Jeff, for Rish's Coffee here. I so appreciate your work and time you guys put in educating us all. So many people are, are reached. Thank you. Yeah. Feel free to subscribe to our channel. Hit the notifications. Join all of our Instagram, uh, Facebook uh, pages. Just join them. Become a you become an Instagram subscriber. Become a Patreon member. Massive value there. All right. I love all of you. Take care. I love you. I care about you, and I'm here for you. And um, if my my shirts are you know 57, I'm not as Bread of a bulb as it used to be. If Jenny Ann's strong, if you need help, reach out. Reach out. Okay? Help is there. Help is there. There is people out there that can help you. But I want you to know, if you don't get a handle on it now, you're going to be struggling. That dog's going to be rehomed. It's a Rottweiler. A lot of people, wow, I love my dog. would never get a, give, give my dog away. Yeah, you would. Everybody has a breaking point. Why do you think divorce is so high? All right. Madly in love with all of you. Take care. Everybody have a fantastic uh, weekend.